Does it never ever cross your mind you think that is God happy with what I'm doing? Hmm. But then to be fair, he's probably answered my own question by saying, oh, I'm not saying this, God has said it. Oh, okay. Because um, I'm not sure whether, um, and to be fair, it makes maybe go down the same road. It was like, well, are, are, are we talking about the same God? Are we talking about the same Jesus? Are we talking about the same Holy Spirit? Because I'm just looking at scripture and, you know, I don't experience the same things as you, but we should have the same spirit bearing the same fruit, you know, that's conformed to the same Christ. Do I, I, mm, mm. Yeah, no, it's, mm. it's different. <laughs> and yet you're seeing like people jumping up and down saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, like you, I'm pretty sure you guys don't do Bible studies just mm. off the back of the fact that you're just accepting. Well, if they do, it's probably just this, like, uh, no, I would say they don't do Bible studies. Just matter of fact that Marcus Rogers came into this church, used scripture appallingly. <laughs> And people just yeah. saying, yeah, you know what, God is speaking, God is speaking. And then, yeah, obviously, the more signs and wonders things just, yeah. It... To me, this kind of looks like, I'm sorry to say it again, but it looks like a comedy, like parody of what you would think <laughs> church is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, am, am I, like, is that a weird thing to say? But it, it doesn't. No, it's, you know that, that, I, mean? that, I would say that's, that's appealing to the fact that, you know, it shouldn't be this way. Like, you're trying to give them grace. It's like, now, nah, you know what? You, you might just be, you know, trying to inflate it that little bit to drive a point, but you yeah. don't want to accept that this is reality. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and, it, it, and it's sad that it is. It really, really is. It's just like, how can you grow? Well, I, I, to be fair, that's probably just limiting God in general. If I said, like, how can you grow in, a, in an environment like this? But I would think that, you know, if God's moving in an environment like this, he's calling people, transforming them, and then pulling them out. Because I... I can't see how I would grow in this environment. Yeah. I would have to come up to him as like, okay, yeah, he said your sermon. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to have to talk about this because I think there's a lot of things that just are wrong. You'll find that later, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're dragging scripture, kicking and screaming through to justify a point. You've not exegeted to find out what was going on at the time. You're just like, I'm going to use this out of context. I'm going to use this out of context. I'm going to use my, my charisma um and you know the, the rapport i have with these guys to enforce this point and then you guys are going to take it think that that's what exactly what scripture is saying and that's what especially what god is saying you're going to go away and then that's going to permeate into the community mm. yeah do you know what the other thing is like i haven't even seen a cross anywhere where like is there a cross anywhere or is that just me like not am i just being blind <laughs> I, I don't think i no, see a cross anywhere no it... <sighs> No, <laughs> there's like in the back, there's two square things. Maybe if it zooms out, but there's a cross there. But I, as far as I, I'm concerned, I haven't seen one cross anywhere. And like, mm. you know, like how the like iconography, things like that. And seeing a cross is like a big thing. Like because mm. sent for me, it centers my mind when I see a cross. I'm like, OK, I know yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm doing here. If I don't see a cross, I would just assume that this is like a, like kind of like a motivational speech, if you know what I mean. So yeah, I don't know. Top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even see a cross. To me, that's just a big red flag too. 
Oh, like we're, we're swimming in them at the moment, and I think by the time we get, if we get to the end of this, and we do like part two, three, four, five, and six, we'll be drowning <laughs> in them because it's just, yeah, it's it. It gets worse. That's the, the only thing that I can just say. It just, it just gets worse. And again, like this started at one minute six something, and we've only got like fifteen minutes in, around about. Oh my gosh! And look at how oh much we've already pulled out. But then. We say all these things, and then he'll tie us in a group of, oh, you know, well, you know, what's the YouTube comments, and oh, yeah, because some of the, because they're watching, this message is for them. It's like, come on, man! Like, yeah. at the very base level, I would hope that we're brothers. Uh, you know, we're brothers in Christ, so we should be able to sharpen each other's iron. If you're just going to shut me out, then that's another problem. Mm. Because you're saying, and you know, who says he even you know, has the authority to do that? Do you know what I mean? Like, he's calling yeah. himself an apostle, but you can't just one day wake up and decide you're an apostle you don't have the authority to do that mm. like i'm i'm to like if this this guy probably will never see this but if he did see this i'd just be like who gave you the authority and if you say jesus mm. like well why a, a, a rotten tree can't bear good fruit you're mm. not bearing good fruit so how can this be, how can this yeah, be yeah, jesus? yeah yeah you know totally and if you're an apostle why are you in this church shouldn't you be going out saving souls somewhere like you know yeah just you know, if you're an apostle, expand. you can just preach like straight up scripture, like out mm. of your mouth, and you know what I mean. Like, uh, it, uh, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it, to be fair, it's I think it, this isn't as painful as the first one, but it's it hurts in a different way. It just yeah. hurts in a different way. We'll we'll continue. <laughs> and I think yeah. Um, I think there's, there's going to have to be a part two for this now, as much as I loathe the idea. But I think mm. I'm just a sucker for punishment at this point. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let me show you the mindset of Nicodemus. Can I have five more minutes? Yeah, I'm I've been having a series of prophetic dreams recently. I've been seeing certain leaders by face. And they've been coming in the spirit, in dreams, asking for help. See, if you ain't got the real move of God, guess what? You ain't recovering from no pandemic. You need the help. You want the help, but too arrogant to ask for the help. You know you ain't got the move of God. That's why you won't open the door without masks. Because you're afraid of the disease, you should be healing with your hands. I wonder how this guy would react to Job. Second, sorry. I said, I wonder how this guy would react to Job. Do you remember Job was like stricken down with <laughs> plagues and everything. And every mm. single person around him said, you've done something wrong. You're not following God. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. Therefore, that's why God has cursed you. So this guy is Job's friends. <laughs> He's literally saying yeah, the same yeah, type yeah. of thing. He's saying, but I think it, oh, you know, like. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get a lot of trouble with this. But this is essentially like, it's the, it's this thing of, 
it's not the pro- it, it might be a sprinkling of this prosperity gospel it's just like god wants me to be healthy wants me to be wealthy he wants all good things to happen to me and if anything bad's happened i need to speak against it in the name of jesus i do not want that thing in my life even though yeah. you know some of these things actually happen in our life for our sanctification like i mentioned before like yeah. It, yeah. something god allows these things which is okay yeah i'm going to walk you through this but then once you've gone through this fight you'll find you're a little bit more pure than when you walked in but no they mm. think that they have this power it's like oh you know what this stress no i don't need that no i don't want that at all so oh to so your you're telling the potter now that you know no you can't you can't handle the, handle me this way i want to be that 24 karat gold thing over there because no you're, you're clay make you clay and you're going to be molded no 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 i'm I, i'm sorry no I am gold. I don't know who told you I'm clay, but I'm gold. In the name of Jesus, I am gold. So you mm. best be pushing me in that direction there. So it's like, n- like it does. It, and then it just causes all sorts of different things. It's like, okay, yeah, you've prayed against it and it's still there. Okay, well, you must be, you must have done something wrong or you haven't got enough faith and that sort of thing. It's just like, it gets very, very messy. And it's, it's leaning on this experiential thing that's just like, okay, so how does it, again, how does this type of scripture? How does mm. this type of scripture? And like, yeah, exactly, we've gone through right. a pandemic and we, we have lost a whole lot of people. But like, if, you know, if people were throwing mustard gust around, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be going, oh, you know, I'm just going to go out. You'd, you'd probably want to try and preserve your life knowing that it's going to cause you harm and it has caused people harm and things like that. Hmm. It's just like it, to be a little bit more, yeah, to sensitive to it. Like, because we, we mandated Mary Master and stuff like that. He's like, you know what? Um, probably was a yeah. good idea to do that very early on and things like that. And obviously you have, um, schizophrenia with the vaccines and things like which is obviously very understandable but to go to this extreme where it's just like you haven't seen a move of god because you know you're wearing a mask etc 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 it's just like mm. it seems mm. especially when you look at like church history and obviously if you're looking at the charismatic side slash pentecostal movement the movement itself is only like 150 years long currently and you're talking about like Correct me for like two thousand years worth of church history. Mm. So you're saying that from your standpoint that everybody else has it wrong, and this movement that has been around for 150 years, granted it was probably birthed on the some probably very good intentions, but obviously some very um, uh, sad misinterpretations of certain scriptures to get to this trajectory that we now have this, and then you're turning around telling everybody else that. You're, you know, you're not seeing the move of God. Oh, okay. Because, mm-hmm. you know, last time I heard, he moves in mysterious ways. So, you know, your cookie-cutter version of how this works might not square up with how Scripture seems to lay it out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> We're, like, we're not really promised, you know, good times. We've said that... Exactly. You know, if you take 1 Peter 1, seven. it says... So that he tested the genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that it perishes, though it te- is tested by fire, right? Then you take mm. Job and it says, when he has tried me, I shall come out as gold. You take Zechariah, it says, and I will put this third into the fire uh, into the fire, and refine them as one ref- refined silver. Mm. Uh, Proverbs 17.3, the crucible is for silver, the furnace is for gold, and the Lord tests hearts. Mm. Over and over again, there is an analogy that your life, is not going to be hunky dory at all. In fact, yeah, yeah, suffering yeah. is what makes you into a good Christian. Suffering, mm. cross bearing, like, <laughs> you, do you think that when Jesus is holding the cross? I'm not laughing because I'm being disrespectful. I'm laughing at the absurdity. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think when he was holding the cross, do you think he was thinking, wow, I'm losing a lot of money right now. This is not a great day. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he was, he yeah, was thinking, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take this. I've got a mission that I have to fulfill, and I will suffer mm. through it. I will bear my cross. So the whole point of, like, if you think, oh, someone's being punished because they have corona or something, or that, you know, things like this, when people try and say God's doing this or that for that reason, is that with pure intentions or are they just saying that because is this guy just saying that because he's like, I, I don't want people. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to attack people who are attacking my movement. So I need to use these I, words to attack them. You know, I would say yes. And um going to say that the reason why I'm saying yes is because it's in this sermon. He kind of, um, uh, builds descriptions of particular people based on the particular groups of people in the Bible. And it's quite clear who this is addressed at. I'd like, I would say this, like it's not even a sermon when it gets to that point, because it's like, you're, yeah. you're not feeding the flock with this. You're, uh, I, yeah. I won't yeah, he's attacking it. people who are like outside of his movement, right? That's what it sounds yeah. like to me anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's very just... much down that road, and it's just a case of like, no, no. People are saying they have genuine concerns because their genuine concerns are valid. I think even if non-believers were to look in, they'd be like, "Hmm, don't think I'd want to go there," or "I don't think that's how things are supposed to run." And even those who know scripture really well would think that, well, actually, uh, to be fair, there's a guy. Um, he has a YouTube channel. I think he goes by the name of Kados, but he's called All Things Theology. He attended one of these services, and then he got um, he got shooed out. Mm. He got shooed out. Okay. He tried to, you know, say, you know what, you know, there, there's some things that you know you might need to to check with this, and he got shooed out. <laughs> yeah. So they so don't take of, anybody. Yeah. They're intolerant. Kind of I mean, this thing of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's. One thing you always find in church history, people try to paint the church as being this like intolerant, you know, institution that doesn't let anybody say anything. Where if you actually look at the history, it's always the heretics who are mm. intolerant to anybody, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. nothing new under the sun, nothing changes. It's all the same. Like <laughs> this guy is just proving the same point again, you know? Mm. So I don't know. I'm not going to call him a heretic. I, I'm just saying. He's saying a lot of things that, are, to me, I just I don't know. <laughs> they sound a bit weird. I mean, I, I would say he's he's probably close to wearing that t-shirt underneath the suit. That's how close it is. We just you know the red flags that we've already had in the fifteen minutes or so that we've gone into this, and thankfully it's not a um, a particularly long sermon. I think it goes on just for like probably like another ten or. Yeah. So many. By the way, you know absolutely. what? I want to retract that. No, he is a heretic because he called himself an apostle. <laughs> so, so <laughs> he is a he is a heretic. That's what you've mulled over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is a heretic. A hundred percent. I take that back. This guy's a heretic. This guy's a heretic. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I can't even believe that I I even said that this guy's not a heretic. No, no, because no, again, I think what you're doing is you're trying to you're you're moving in steps of grace. It's just like, I don't want to jump to this conclusion too quickly. Yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. what I'm doing. It's just like, okay, now you you need to kind of clarify. I want you to say, you know what? Okay, no, I kind of said this out of turn. 
that my heart is this sort of thing because it's just like I, I don't think I'm going to get this from you. And mm. it, if it continues this way, then um, yeah, I think you might have just solidified your position. I don't think mm-hmm. I, from when I and I think I'll probably leave my ultimate um, overview on this to when we do eventually get to the very end. But I think um, he shouldn't be where he is. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. It should not be where he is in any way, shape, or form. Like, if you take any of the roles he claims to have and the position he has in this church and how he navigates scripture and all that, I think he's completely unqualified to be in the position that he's in. Completely, yeah. utterly. Yeah. He, he, I want to see this guy's finances. I want to see his balance sheet. I want to know where all the money's going. That's the first thing that comes to me. <laughs> for me it's just like just this alone i you know i i really do love scripture like i've said before i i love digging to find the the truth in scripture and understand the context of it all and the language behind it because i'm trying to get my head around mm-hmm. like Greek and stuff like that but then when people come and say you know what i'm going to preach this sermon you can look at the context by looking at the start of scripture, but I'm going to the, the, I'm going to take it out of context because I've got this message. Why should I listen to you if you're not going to give me the words that God has unpacked in scripture, and you're just going to use it as a platform to just talk about what you feel like? Why are we here? Mm. If that's what you're going to do, and you spend all your all your time leading up to this to just air how you feel, then mm. why are we here? You could have just created content on YouTube for that, you know, free speech and all that. If you could, if you're using it as a, as a platform to try and edify the church and you're just airing your own feelings or your own worldview or things like that, it's just like, this is not the place for that. It's not the place for that. You kind of have to mm. study to show yourself approved, you know, to say, you know, I, I'm, I don't, I don't, and I don't say this in a very um, arrogant way. I personally think I'm not even qualified to even say like oh, neither to, am I. to teach or preach and that sort of thing. But if I am called <laughs> yeah. to do it, I'm going to make my due diligence to try and make sure that it's not my words you're hearing. It's a, not to say like a God told me thing, because yeah, but it's more like a thus says the Lord, like this is what scripture is saying. And if you were to yeah. go through the scripture and you can see how this theme is running through the entirety of all the other books and these things that you would probably would not have understood. Or if you don't understand this as a well, guess what? It's tied in human history, so we can draw on that to try and see what's going on in that and, mm. you know, what's going on in that sort of thing, in the culture that's going on behind it, the words that are being used and why the Greek says this and these two words put together to mean such and such. All of that can help grow you, but then also grow your managing of scriptures. So say if you were to meet someone who has a, someone like, like, um, or Jonathan is just like, you know, scripture means this. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. God told me, he's like, well, you said God told you, but God gave us the scriptures and he's given us other resources to back it up. So who's in error? The God I serve yeah. doesn't lie. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah I mean, there, there's a term in Greek called phronema, which means mindset. And the uh, church, even if you look in Paul's writings, he says, remember the mindset I've given you of how to understand the scriptures. And he's referring to the Old Testament. He's mm-hmm. saying, remember the mindset I've given you. I, this is how you read it. <laughs> there's a way of reading and understanding scripture, and there's a way of not doing it. Mm-hmm. And remember what, mem- try to remember the way that I'm teaching it to you. You know, yeah. whether 
in you know the teachings whether oral or written remember how i've told you to read scripture so he doesn't seem to me to have that phronema i would say no no because he's you know got to move the god he's got to move god he doesn't he doesn't need you know <laughs> the yeah. move of god <laughs> well uh, <laughs> well oh, okay we'll wind it up half hour so we'll run for another two minutes and see where we are and then we'll i guess we're going to have to make a part two of this now yeah, Which is good because, you know, it seems like we're we're gaining traction in some way, shape, or form. So yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see where we get on and see. Well, I guess we'll probably round up and have our our views. I think we've probably spent enough time reaffirming our position on how this is going, but we can close it off with some closing comments. Definitely. Let me show you before I go too far. First of all. Let me give you some, let me give you some. Why am I using provocative language? Can I explain it to you? Do you need- I'm sorry to stop it. You know, it's, it's a minor detail. He did say earlier that God said this, not me. Did he not? Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. So now he's saying, let me explain why I'm using provocative language. <laughs> Let's see if he redefends his position or whether he's going to change it again. Or might just see if he's been inconsistent or not. I don't know. But I just find it very interesting that he's flopping between the two standpoints. But that's yeah. We'll see. What, yeah, I'll let him, I'll let him I'll let him explain. Do you need their help? Somebody watching needs their help. Please. I got the notes anyway. Might as well see it. Matthew seven and six. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he finally got to scripture after all that. <laughs> he finally got to scripture. That just took about like, man. I'd rather, I'd rather just hear scripture than this guy, man. Like this guy. Telling like... me, it's just like we're winding up at nine thirty now, and now he's decided. Oh yeah, um, yeah, we're going to talk about scripture now. Okay, yeah. so. Um... Uh, I'll, you know, I'll let him read it and then we can, it's probably a very good thing to do. We'll let him read it. And then between now and when we do this again, we can comb through everything that he's read and then we can come back and like, okay, these are our findings. Let's see whether he matches up with what scripture says and walk it through that way. Mm -hmm. Because I think Bram sent his apologies because he said he wanted, uh, because of work. I think you know it might be good to have other people on <laughs> and see oh, how they yeah, get yeah. on because yeah, this it's it's a uh, yeah, it's a mess. So what I'll do is I'll he says Matthew seven and verse six. I'll open that up now, but I'll let him say what he needs to say, or do I? Um, or do we leave it there? No, no, I will open it up. Now let's let's let, let's see what he's going to say. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to hear okay. it. <laughs> Go on then, go on then. I'll open up the, let me open up the Bible, so at least I'm going with it, because I think that's very good practice. You should always, if anyone's going to mention scripture, that we, um, that we follow along with it. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Matthew 7, sorry. Matthew 7. Matthew 7, 6, yes, yeah. 6. Okay. Uh... Hmm, okay. We'll be interested to see where he's going with this, because I thought he was going somewhere else. I think I know what he's going to say. <laughs> Whoa. 
Okay. 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 All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Luke thirteen thirty two. I'm just googling all this. I'm gonna get, get it all up. Yeah, no, I've, like as I've looked at because Matthew seven verse six. I looked at it. I thought, okay, that don't look like Nicodemus to me. So let's just get Luke instead. Uh, Luke thirteen verse thirty two. He's, he's machine gunning verses. Yes, he is. He is, yeah. Because the. Let's see how he uses them. Oh, actually, yeah, I know where he's going with this. I know where he's going with this. 13 and 32. Just write it down. Oh, <laughs> well, you can put it up on the screen, yeah? For people watching. Here it is, Jesus. He's talking about people. And he says, Do not give your treasure to dogs. That's very offensive. Or your pearls to pigs. Lest they turn and trample you. What is he talking about? Dogs and pigs do not value what's given to them. Now, pigs so dumb, they know that they need to eat. But they don't know the difference between a steak and a hot dog. So they eat everything. They listen to every sermon series. My God, how many pigs are in the church? They don't understand the difference between Vienna sausage and Brazilian sausage because they eat everything. Do you know the quality of the meat you can get in the move of God? Or are you a pig? Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like what he said. Um, I'd, I don't I'd, know if he's saying it in a different way, but... I mean, when I read Matthew 7, 6, it makes me... Th- when he says, don't throw your pearls before pigs, it makes me think of, like, Leviticus, where it says that the pigs are outside the camp and they're unclean. Mm. So to me, this makes me think that when he's talking about dogs and pigs, he's talking about the people who are outside of the church at the time, right? And also mm-hmm. people, yeah, who are not going to listen to what you... They're unrepentant, you know? And they're not going to take in what you say no matter what. Because you do come across those type of people sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I, <laughs> to call people inside the church pigs is a bit... Like, so, I'm just thinking if about you're in the church, it's... Yeah, it's just like... Okay, he's taking that scripture, and to be fair, in... Um, uh, in Matthew 13, he's going to... Uh, 32, I think, so going, um, and he said, go to, and he said to them, go and tell that fox, behold, I cast out, demon, uh, cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow and the third day. I finished my course. Like, again, in order to understand the context of that, you're going to have to read all of Matthew... Uh, uh, all of Luke 13 and the same with Matthew mm-hmm. 7 to kind of, because I think if I might be wrong, Matthew 7 is part of the, is it part of the Beatitudes? I might be wrong. It feels like it's uh, part of the Beatitudes. I could be wrong because it's talking about like, well, the start of it, it's like judge not that, um, judge not that you, um, that you be not judged for the judgment that you pronounce will be yeah judged. And yeah, it's kind of like rolling through all those things. 
So it's like, okay, so what will be the context of all of that? And you could probably start, you know, trying and breaking stuff down and trying to understand what it means, like culturally, like you've said, like, um, it could be referenced, like when it's talking to, to dogs, Jesus does use the word dogs, because um, that's in the Jewish, um, Jewish culture, that's how they refer to Gentiles. Yeah. Because it's like, um, yeah. I think he has a, the conversation. Outside with of the, the camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess like we obviously understand that the pigs are, um, it's part of the the unclean, um, yeah, section of things like that. There's things that they shouldn't eat and things like that. So it's like, okay, there might be a very cultural thing behind that that would make sense, but it's obviously you'd have to dig into it. But then, I, again, I don't want to spoil it because it's going to be in the part two thing. But I I remember now why he's using this thing about the animals, and he's yeah, he's very much tying the animals to people. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all just um, Old Testament cultural terms about what is clean is inside the the camp in israel and what's not clean is outside of the camp in israel um yeah so he's just making references to that um yeah that's how i would put it as well but uh but yeah no maybe he comes up with something i don't know this guy's a bit weird to me <laughs> yeah, he's, he, and again he's he's not i actually thought yeah okay getting into this nicodemus thing there he's not even got into it yet he's actually not got even into it yet yeah so I guess that's gonna that's gonna have to go as part of the part two thing now. So it's like, oh. Yeah, but uh, I would say like like I will I will make it my prerogative to walk through or like I guess with like Matthew seven you um you're literally talking about the entirety of um the entirety of the Beatitudes to understand the context of all of that, and then with Matthew thirteen I'll have to just brush up to work, work out where that fits in the. Um, the narrative of Jesus's ministry mm-hmm. and then just see uh, well I guess we can already get from the get-go that he's he's not exegeting the scriptures here yeah. to say that okay and that this is the meaning he's just like oh I find these two scriptures like the ones you probably did at the start I'm like yeah I'm gonna label these people the same way and it's a consistent theme going on through the sermon as well I don't want to spoil that mm-hmm. but uh yeah, it looks like it's going to have to be a part two. I'm good for that. <laughs> I'm happy for that. I'm going to go away. I'm going to watch this more. And I'm going to yeah, yeah, take yeah. some notes. And I'm going to really, because this guy is kind of, it's kind of funny to me. <laughs> so. it's, it's all over the place. It really is. And I, I think yeah. you'll come away from this realizing that you've actually learned nothing to do with scripture whatsoever. Mm. But like I said, I've left the the for those who are watching on YouTube, I've left the um, the description in the description the um, the link to the stream, um, not to the stream to the sermon. To be fair, he's going to be adding to his algorithm, which is, I guess neither here nor there. To be fair, but you can just see where he's going, and then you'll be like, okay, um, maybe there might be some similarities between what you see there and in like in circles in your own life and things like this okay so maybe i do need to kind of take up the spirit of discernment and work through it a little bit more seriously and not just take everything that's saying for granted and at face value um because obviously discernment is just not working it's not pre-installed or installed or downloading in this church in any way or form it is left at the door as someone who is not supposed to be served and just things like this go on and he says he has the Holy Spirit, which also kind of leans into, you know, all truth and testify to the truth and 
things like that. So, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I think I'll just... Uh, it's probably you know, a good place to start. I think we've... Uh, we've traded a, a, yeah. quite a lot of blows. <laughs> <laughs> this afternoon, he's, he's thrown one to us. We've not thrown some back. We're just like, ooh, well, actually, you know, you might want to... But, um, yeah, we'll leave it there. I'll make him... Make him uh, yeah, no, the guy's a heretic. Time That's stamp. it. So we're sitting... <laughs> I think that yeah, I I would no, I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree. But I thought I would um I wouldn't come to that conclusion just yet. I would wait until I get to the end. I'm like, okay, now we've enjoyed all of this, this is what I think. But no, I, I totally agree with you. With all the stuff I have since doing that first one, come to know about him and the, the people that he's been around and the stuff that's happened, this is like yeah. At the very least, we're talking about something that's very problematic. And I feel like this ceremony is probably just him digging his heels in, saying, yeah, you guys clearly aren't um, on the same wavelength as me because God's doing stuff here. It's not happening with you, and you're coming critiquing me, so therefore you guys aren't in fault. It's sort of thing. It's just like, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see how that goes with, with part two. <laughs> Oh, goodness me. It was Sailor Gossip Part 2. So Andre, I thank you ever so much for joining us on this. Well, I guess this will be your very first summer review, so we'll have to do some more um, leading up in the future. Uh, I apologise that this one is hopefully the most difficult. Which I've been draining you know, the, uh, at the deep end with this one, but um, I hope you haven't you've endured i wouldn't say enjoyed endured this conversation but also that it's um, very helpful to well i wouldn't say helpful to us because i'm not gaining anything from this but like it's educationally beneficial that it's kind of sharpening us up like, okay you know maybe i need to think more seriously for myself or maybe i need to speak out more when i see these things in my own church etc etc so thank you for enjoying this with me because I think it would have been worse on my own and uh, for those who are watching uh, I thank you for joining me and those who are going to be listening to this on the podcast I hope that you join us for the next one so until then take care and God bless you